This week on This Week in Our Collective Heads, we're talking about Hearthstone and many other things, uh, including uh, Terry Crews rants and other fun stuff. So check Doom, out. Doom, DLC, and discounts. Yeah. This Week in Our Collective Heads. Wanna put an old rumor to bed? Stereotype that you've all heard. How we're all just angry video game nerds. Most of us have actual jobs. And families and cats and dogs, yeah. This week in our collective heads. This week in our collective heads. Welcome to This Week in Our Collective Heads. I'm Kevin, and I'm joined as always by Patrick, the man who has seen the room more time than you Welcome. and all your friends combined. Kevin, yes, unless your name is Devin Pike. The man who has seen the room more time than you. Well, if you count all his friends combined. Yeah. No, you know, hold on. I, we may have to talk about this because I think I've seen well, it about twenty-one or twenty-two times now. Yeah. So I may. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about it some other time. Yeah. But anyway, because we're here for video game news. That's that's what our show is about. That's what we bring you. And uh, we're gonna run down the side quests, which is like the the little bits of news get you caught up on all that. Yeah. And then uh, we'll go to a se- the main quest, which is separate on YouTube. And in that, we're gonna be talking about sandbox and open world games and kind of the history and what does it mean to be an open world game. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what we're going to discuss this week. And we're going to go ahead and start, as we always do, with the backwards compatible games. And I swear I'll let him talk eventually. <laughs> uh, so Costume Quest 2 from 360 to Xbox One. And I think you reviewed that for the I Roundup. Did. I did. We reviewed it for the Roundup for uh, for Xbox. And um, this game this game is fun. It's it's quirky. It's uh, whimsical. It doesn't take itself seriously, which I, I appreciate. Um, the The basic premises you're some kids who dress up for Halloween and you get sucked into a portal and you go to all these different places and you know so like a you do, standard Halloween like basically. you do and all your all your costumes give you different powers depending on what the costume is and you're trying to uh, to take down an evil dentist so it's fun I mean it's for if you already have it it's backwards compatible so good for you <laughs> uh, and then we have Virtua Fighter 2 which is uh, super blocky yes it, it's it's generic Tekken basically oh, because this is Tekken before Tekken man right. Virtua Fighter yeah but Virtua Fighter 2 came out after Tekken yes but Virtua Fighter 1 came out before Tekken but in the arcade that's, that's and not it, what we're talking about Patrick look at the notes it's all about history ultra blocky <laughs> stuff is fine because of it the is. history involved. I do like I also like the, the drunk guy who later showed up in Tekken yes. as Wang yes because that's just funny yeah Virtua Fighter was, was great I remember like I, I know I've said this a ridiculous amount of times, but my mind was completely blown when I was in the arcade as a kid and playing uh, Mortal Kombat and went over to play Virtua Fighter and I watched someone sidestep. And by sidestep, I don't mean step back and step forward. They sidestepped and a kick evaded them. And I, I was just yeah. completely, completely overwhelmed by that. Yeah. And then uh, we have Quantum Conundrum, yeah. which is a game, uh, it, it kind of takes some of the kind of the same principles as portal but it's like a kitty version okay and like you're moving around blocks and trying to do stuff and then it adds in instead of the the portal gun there's like a time thing so you can manipulate objects within time oh, that's interesting. and then so like you can set up a chain reaction to do uh what are those what are those machines called uh, the, uh, uh, the you know what i'm talking about though not gutenberg is it gutenberg? something so it's the g Okay. I can't believe I'm blanking on this. So okay. Well, you okay. So if you've ever if you've ever seen Wiley e. Coyote flick <laughs> something and then watched five minutes of reactions yeah. to that, that's basically what you're trying to set up for for most of these games. So yeah. So that's Quantum Conundrum, and then the last one is uh, Frontlines FOW, which yes. I assume 
stands uh, for... Fog of War. Right. Yes. So Frontline's Fog of War, you may think, is a generic shooter because it sounds very generic. But what actually is happening is you're playing playing a a squadron or whatever they called when they're on the ground, uh, a unit of men who are in a battle uh, during World War One, which is cool because World mm-hmm. War One, uh, and then all of a sudden this fog uh, just completely uh, overwhelms overwhelms them, and they think, oh, maybe it's weather, and some of them right. are scared because of the mustard gas and everything, right. but it's aliens. Oh, yes. So, so a World War One invaded by aliens. Invaded by aliens. Precluded by the fog of war. Correct, and that's why they call it fog of war. Right. Yep. So, so that's a game that doesn't exist, and it's exactly. definitely not what is actually on this title. Um, because if we don't know the game that's backwards compatible, we have fun with it. We we make up a game and hope that maybe someday someone will make like a montage of all yeah. these games. <laughs> and we think if, that'd be fun. If we don't know what it is, you might not know what it is. If you do know what it is, let us know in the comments. Uh, because I didn't know this game, and uh, for these, we, we specifically don't research because it's fun. Yeah. It's kind of a game for us. Uh, in addition to that, uh, we did uh, get some pretty cool news out of Edward McMullen, uh, which, uh, McMillan, sorry, uh, I'm, which we're both fans of. Uh, the End of Night is actually coming to Switch uh, before the end of the year, PS4 not long after that, which uh, is very cool. No, the other way around. PS4, PS4 is coming first. It's con- it's confirmed, and it's it's coming, Okay. and it's currently out on Steam. I've, I've seen a little bit of gameplay, and it looks... It's going to slaughter me so many times, <laughs> and I cannot wait. Yes. Um, it's, it's the Super Meat Boy guy, and he, he's kind of going back to that kind of style, but he's bringing in more characters uh, from from the world that he's created. Uh, with, the Macmillanverse. Finding of Isaac. Um, he also said that he's hoping to release uh, Legend of Bumbo by the end of the year. Okay. On Steam, also. So, yeah. So, that's fun. And just minor uh, tidbit to add to that. Uh, Behold the Kickman uh, was released this week by the same guy who did... Uh, uh, the Swindle, and it's kind of like a joke football game. Uh, sorry, uh, soccer. I forget. I mostly talk to Americans, um, <laughs> but yeah. So it's 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 like a, a joke soccer game, and mm-hmm. we've we've got it. I'm gonna see if I can run it. If I can, I'll be streaming it. Uh, if not, then I'm gonna see if I can convince this guy who, you know, puts down the money and then has someone else fill out his bracket for the World Cup. <laughs> True story. I did it. And and, and I we won. won. Well, you, we, we won. won. <laughs> yeah, we did. To everyone else, I won. Exactly. Um, I, yeah, I'll I'll try it out. Um, I, the best part of that story was though that we did I did I did the World Cup bracket. Enlisted you to give me give me your picks. Mm-hmm. Won the World Cup bracket, and then right afterwards, uh, the person who ran that came up and said, "Hey, we got this next thing. It was uh, fantasy football or whatever." <laughs> and I was like, "No, I already beat you at your game. I don't want to play anymore." <laughs> Just to mess with him. Mic drop. Walk out. <laughs> Please don't ask me any more questions. Please don't ask me any more questions. Are you yeah. tired of being beaten? Come on. Yeah. Uh, All right. So we have we have some news of of Nintendo being weird about online. Yeah. Uh, we <laughs> never happens. Yeah, so so we've got we've got some some more info on the Switch Online yes. app. Um, so that that has been up and running because mm-hmm. it started with the Splatoon two it, it did. demo starting. It on. did, and it's it's a crazy contraption. The main the main issue that I have with it is that when when you're running the chat app, it won't run in the background, and your screen has to stay on. Correct the um, entire time. Correct now. Um, I want to play slight devil's advocate. I say slight because the Twitch app does the same thing. If I want to watch uh, Twitch, um, the comments on like the Twitch stream, and I'm playing at the same time, 
then if the, the phone uh, goes dark or whatever, I have to go back into the app and then it kind of reloads a bit. But this, we're talking about live audio. That's where... We're yeah, we're talking about that's a what chat I'm saying. app. So, so like, yeah. like uh, Google Hangouts yes. or Skype yes. or a phone. A phone. Does or, all this in the background. Or, yeah, any any chat app will allow you to do that. So, so you can't do anything else. You can't yeah. switch to another app and check something. Yep. Someone texts you, I need to read that text. Guess what? It's over. It's over. Yeah, so it's... it's I don't understand why they why they did this not being able to background it because they kept saying well everyone has their phone with them and we want to make sure that people uh, don't have to carry around extra things which I was like that's stupid because uh, if I have my phone I've got headphones which means I can plug headphones into the freaking switch yeah and like, that's... that's that's how this should have worked that's yep. how this should have worked from the get go if you're like I think I know that part of it is the stupid design of of where the head is the headphone jack on the Bottom or I can't even remember now. No, the charger's on the bottom. Headphone jack's on the top. So you could... Wait, so it has a headphone jack, but it's not two-way? It has a headphone, like regular headphone jack, but it's not a microphone headphone jack, if I'm not mistaken. I haven't looked at the specs completely on it, All but right. um, but it's it, All right. it doesn't make any sense for, for it not to do this, uh, because they did the headphones so that way you can play uh, with headphones, but... Yeah. Why not just let me do a microphone as well? I think part of it has to do with the processing. They're trying to make the Switch uh, as powerful as they can with as little hardware as they can. And this is... It's its kind of a, a weird... Uh, it's, it's kind of the opposite of what Microsoft did when they launched the Xbox yeah. One because they had a whole section reserved just for, like... The, the processing exactly and the right. connect yes. and like all of this was, was separate and kept away from developers yeah. and so they weren't able to access it and here they're kind of doing the opposite but they're doing it in a way that's detrimental to the gamers exactly. um, and in continued online kind of predictable but still disappointing and related to Nintendo news um, Pokemon Go Fest which we don't talk about Pokemon Go there, there there's there's news I guess not a lot but it's, it's not really anything that we think you're interested in it's not something that we're interested in if it is something you want us to cover uh let yeah. us know in the comments either on the video or hit us up on on twitter on yeah. facebook wherever reach out to us and let us know but uh this weekend they have the first like live location event and that's pokemon go fest in chicago and uh this is supposed to be the release of the legendaries which they were the people who were there who were playing they were able to to defeat it Yes. And so legendaries are now out in the world as Raid far as Pokemon style. Go. Yeah. yeah. It's really cool. I like that idea. Right. Too late, but I like it. But when they were trying to do the event, people who were who were physically present were not able to play because the servers were crashing. And so the CEO of Niantic comes out and he gets chanted and booed off the stage with with, with <laughs> Was it fix the game? Fi fix the game. Fix the game. Yeah. <laughs> and and Okay, so they they started off they they didn't know how big it was going to be, and it took them like two or three months to get the thing just up and running and functional. But yeah, um, so it's it's kind of similar to what they were doing before, but it's it's still disappointing. And I know that there are people who who traveled out, like Andrew Goldfarb yes. from IGN, like spent his own money to fly to Chicago and be like, yeah, I want to be here. I want yeah. to be doing this thing. Part of the community. I mean, yeah. that's what this game is, is is about. It's about community. It's about uh, it's about meeting people. It's about getting out of the house. There's a lot of positivity, positive to this game, but but uh, they, I don't but know. But if it doesn't work, yeah. you can't do that. No, you can't. <laughs> so, yeah. But something you can do in, what, less than a month now? Less than a month? Yeah. You will be able to play 
Undertale on PlayStation 4 and Vita, and this makes me so happy because I this was coming out that soon. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm very excited about this because this this game has been on PC mm-hmm. and 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 huge. It's it's huge. It has a huge following. And you know when you have smaller also, games like this, it's you you have a you know only a handful of developers or maybe a single developer where they're saying, okay, well, I want to port it to this console, but I also need to do this updates and maybe I want to work on another project. So you have limited bandwidth, and when I see something that small come over to a console, I'm really excited because yeah. there's a huge market uh, on the consoles that that are missing a lot of these smaller games because they take one person to yeah. one or two people per. And it's also it's also um, for, for, for the developers, it's very difficult because you don't know what kind of return you're going yeah. to get on consoles. Uh, but Undertale, Undertale has been something that's been kind of a phenomenon because there's like there's multiple playthroughs, there's different endings, there's different ways you can play it. And I've, I've deliberately avoided spoilers on this one because I believed it, would, it was big yeah. enough to come to console, just like I believed uh, the same with whatever that farm one was. Uh, Starview Valley? Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and I was right, it did. But this one is actually coming to Vita, which makes sense because 8-bit graphics and yeah. everything. But just because it makes sense or it's possible doesn't mean it because the Vita is kind of on its way out. Uh, it seems like most of the, the smaller devs are kind of switching, <laughs> switching to <laughs> Switch. And that makes sense. That is the new handheld now. Yeah. Because it's, it's powerful enough to actually run games, unlike the 3DS. Yeah. Um... The 3DS runs Nintendo games great, but third party just doesn't come there. Nothing gets nothing gets ported to 3DS. That's true. And the Vita is much it, it, it was it was able to do some PS3 mm-hmm. stuff, but when it came to PS4, Xbox One, like that's just not the same thing. No, it's but not. the the Switch makes sense as a portable. This is this is the new portable, and so as of what two weeks ago, I am no longer asking for things to be ported to Vita. I will continue to play them when they come there, <laughs> but yeah, switches switches the next thing, yes. and that's that's where the devs kind of need to go. Yeah. But Undertale is coming to Vita, and that makes me extremely happy. I, I think you're right for for devs that that and everything that I've heard from developers, the Switch being very easy to program on. Yes, you are programming for the lowest common denominator, if you will. You are programming yeah. for the weakest system. Yes, that is true. But at the same time, if you get a game to run. Uh, smoothly on that console, you're going to have a huge market. Um, the Switch, I mean, the, S- the Switch came out uh, four months ago. It's just getting more and more and more people buying them. They can't keep them in stock for the most part. <laughs> yeah, and when we can find them, when, we buy them. And they're, the sales for the Switch were higher than anyone predicted. Mm-hmm. Um, you, I, I saw uh, analysts who were saying that they were talking about the Switch, you know, failing and it, gonna, it was going to be another flop. Uh, other people who were like, "Yeah, it could, it could probably do pretty well," but most people have a 3DS, so they won't know. They won't really have a reason to buy the uh, the Switch. Yeah, you were wrong. And everyone bought a Switch, so now we have, uh, it's, what was it, it outsold the PS4 in its first month, from the PS4's first month, I mean, it's, it's like... Some, something like that, It's yeah. ridiculous, but uh, part, of the re- part of the reason for the shortage uh, uh, is dealing with that, and dealing with um, uh, competing for the actual chips in the device. So they're having to compete yeah. for that with um, uh, cell phone developers, specifically Apple, and some of their, uh, some of their hardware, uh, and it, it's frustrating. But at the same time, um, they're trying. They're trying their damnedest. Uh, they didn't expect this. I don't think anybody. I expected it, but most people didn't. <laughs> yeah, I have um, faith in the Switch. So yeah, August fifteenth. That's coming to Vita, and I'm gonna I'm gonna buy it and I'm gonna play it. 
Yeah. Um, but July 27th. July 27th. Just in time for Whitney's birthday. Yeah. Doomfist. Happy birthday, Whitney. Yes. Uh, yeah, Doomfist has been on the PTR for the last week or so. Yeah. And uh, so we talked about him last week, and then now he's he's coming to, to, to everywhere, to the real servers. Yes. I've, I haven't played Overwatch in a while, but Same. I'm disappointed that this wasn't Terry Crews. Yeah, but he's doing, uh, what's, what's, Crackdown. Yeah, I know he's he, doing he, Crackdown. He is Crackdown 3. I know. And I want to play that game so much more because of that. And that that is honestly a, a bigger role. We'll get to see it more is. Terry Crews in this that. This is true. Rather than just hearing him yell at me while he punches me in this, the face. This is true. And, and Although that does have its own appeal. There are, there are a handful of actors that, like, that I'll watch whatever they do. And Terry Crews is one of them. Oh, Terry yeah, Crews and The Rock. Uh, T- okay, both, Ter- Terry Crews. Both muscular Cruz. men, but that's not the reason. Because Terry they don't Cruz take themselves is, seriously. Is, is the reason to watch White Girls. Yes. Because otherwise, yes. that's just... It's a horrible movie. <laughs> yeah, it's but Terry Crews is wonderful in it. He is. Every, everything that I've watched, that, that I've seen him in, uh, I've... He at least he is great in, and yeah. and uh, yeah, I'll watch anything with him. Uh, I may not go to the theater for it, but yeah. <laughs> um, and then we didn't we didn't get a whole lot of news out of Comic Con, but uh, Telltale Game, Games did show up, and they brought the news. Yes, uh, they they talked about the the next season, the second season of Batman and Wolf Among Us. Mm-hmm. The second season of Batman is only a couple weeks away. The the first episode is coming out August eighth. Yes, um, Wolf that. Among Us and the final season of Walking Dead are coming in uh, twenty eighteen. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, and I'm I didn't so I didn't know that I didn't know that Wolf Among Us was going to get a second season because. Like the the Wolf Among Us and Fables, the comic series. Yeah. Like that's 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 a thing that kind of continues, mm-hmm. but but uh, Bigby and Snow White, like they're they're it, it was a very self contained story where um, like at the end of Walking Dead season one, spoilers for anybody who hasn't played that yet. <laughs> um, but yeah, the end of the end of Walking Dead season one, there is a big question mark of what happens to Clementine now that he's out of the picture. Which makes sense. To, yeah, to and and so and so to to explore yeah. that and find out what happens there. But uh, fables like they created a world, mm-hmm. told a story within yeah. it, and yeah, the story is going to continue. There's more possibilities sure. for the story, but it, sure. it it didn't end with a question. Yeah, I guess. exactly. I don't I don't think that they were confident. That a second season was warranted. Um, well, yeah, I think that's Fables, really what it boils down to. Well, Fables is is the least known of all their IPs. I mean, yes. you've, you've got Walking Dead, you've got freaking Batman. Yep, Batman, and then you've got Game, Game of, of Thrones, Thrones and Guardians of the Galaxy. Gar- yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy came out after Wolf Among Us, so I, I consider okay, that kind okay, of their second sure. round of stuff. Sure. But anyway, so yeah, Wolf Among Us was was definitely their their least pop culturey one like the, yeah, would, it, it, it had the least buzz yeah it doesn't have a it doesn't have a, a very huge tie-in ip yeah yeah and so it was interesting to see that they're they are supporting it they are keeping on going with that um however things that are not keeping on going is banner saga for the vita yeah i'm not getting it well, i was gonna i'll tell you one more thing comic con after after you talk about that but go ahead about banner saga. okay so it, it's it's just a brief story that makes me sad mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so we can get through that. It's um, over. Banner, Banner Saga uh, w- was on Steam. It was a big thing. And Austin Winery did the, the soundtrack for it, which is the main reason I was interested. Um, and I heard some interesting things about it. It eventually came to PS4, yep. and they kept saying, oh, it's coming to Vita, it's coming to Vita. It's not coming to Vita. Yeah. And I, I, I kind of knew this, but it's still a bummer to, it to hear it, it declared that 
this is not happening. And that's a game that I think would translate well to Vita, and that's the thing. That, yeah, that's because the sad part about it's, it. It's 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 turn based. It's strategy. I I, I would have just put on my headphones and drifted away yeah. to to Viking World. Yeah. It yeah it's it's sad. I liked I like Banner Saga, so this was unfortunate. Uh, we did have a little bit more of news out of out of Comic Con, not to spoil anything for anybody, but. Um, it's not spoiling... Uh, Do I need to plug my ears? No, because it's not spoiling plot points. Michelle Pfeiffer is tied into the Ant-Man universe now. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, yeah. So I believe she, she's playing Janet Dan Van Dyne, uh, mm. with, which I'm very happy about. And uh, one other thing that I'm very happy about, with all the DC things that I was like, okay, this is just... I'm, I'm, I want to be excited for Justice League, but right now I'm excited for Justice League for Wonder Woman, and I'm excited about uh, Aquaman. That's really... The, the two things that I'm excited about when it comes to Justice League. I hope that Batman's going to be done well, um, but the rest of the movie, they haven't shown me. Even though the new trailers come out, I've been watching every single trailer, and every time I watch it, I'm like, all right, that's some action, and they're all there. Why do they all need to be there? And someone's saying <laughs> they're all going to die, but why? Yeah. Um, but we had a little bit of news that uh, Flashpoint is going to do a live yes. action freaking yes. movie. Freaking Flashpoint. That makes me happy. It makes me very happy and... And, and nervous at the same time. <laughs> I have a prediction. All right. So, for those who don't know, Flashpoint deals with um, deals with uh, the Flash uh, basically uh, screwing up the timeline mm -hmm. and going into <laughs> trying to save his mother, going into an alternate, alternate present day, right. and everything is different. And my prediction with this is we get a huge mashup and all this weird stuff is going on, and then... When everything is is right and everything is brought back, Batflex gone. Ooh, mic drop, recast. Okay, okay. I don't, are, I okay, think... are, are we putting? Yes. Are we putting that? Okay. The I'm official, official official predictions. Official okay. prediction. So he has the possibility when Justice League comes out to lose another point. It won't be until Flashpoint. Right, right, right. Flashpoint. So Flashpoint. Yeah, whatever. But but, but I have Flashpoint. a possibility. Okay. That is my prediction. But, okay, Civil War and Flashpoint yes. are my favorite oh, comic yeah. book arcs oh, yeah. of all Civil time. Civil War 1, right? Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Um, Secret Wars, Civil War 2, th yep. those are those are fun, but Civil War 1 was was timely and poignant, and, and it just it's just magnificent. There's so many parallels um, between that and and, uh, and gun rights and terrorism and... and immigration. Immigration and, and, and patriotism. So and, and <laughs> patriotism and patriotism. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, we're, we're excited about Flashpoint, and and uh, I think I think Flashpoint was on, on Netflix. If not on Netflix, it's, it's on animated. Amazon. Yeah. I, I, we, we encourage yes. you to go watch that or watch it again yeah. on Amazon. So it's, it's, because it's it's excellent. It's pretty wonderful. So the official the official prediction is Flashpoint happens, blah 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 blah. At the end of Flashpoint, we have a different Batman actor. The okay. reason that I say this is because Ben Affleck has had a lot of behind the scenes drama when it comes to yeah. doing uh, doing the Batman movie, doing um, future Justice League stuff. Uh, he has multiple times said he may not be Batman or may back. He's going to be backed out as a director, if I'm not mistaken. Kept going back and forth on director for Batman. I don't even remember if he's, he's the director anymore because he was going to direct the Batman. <laughs> right, and it, it just it just keeps. Changing. And I'm saying the Batman because that's the working title, not because I'm an old person. Like <laughs> the Batman, he was going to direct the Batman. Right. And then he said no, and then yes, and then he was like, only if it has a good script, and then he backed out. I'm like, fuck, the script must be horrible. So I think that I think that all of that going on, uh, I think that he will be recast at that point. Okay. Now, I'm not a prediction on that, obviously, but so, I think that's a prediction. But speaking of movies that are probably going to be horrible, um, <laughs> they're making a Mega Man movie. Oh! No. Uh, 
I, I, I don't know I don't know why I, I, I do I do think uh, the the Mega Man TV series is supposed to come out sometime this yes. year they said originally summer 2017 yeah. still haven't seen it it's it's supposed to come out um, I I just don't have any faith in this movie there's comic book uh, comic book and and uh, comic book adaptations are even better sorry video game adaptations are really hard to to do right and there are ways to do it correctly uh, there are ways to get uh, to to bring it to the to the screen the right way, but for the most part, it's usually done uh, poorly because you you lose that sense of agency. You you're no longer playing uh, the the character; you are yeah. watching the character. So you have to you have to not only have a good enough plot and and a character for that to to take hold. Uh, but you have to have it in the right hands of someone who understands it. And there's certain games, obviously, that that translate very well to this. The Last of Us, Uncharted. There are ones that you can just you can just go, oh, you know what? I'm just going to take the take this game and I'm just going to make a script out of that game, and yeah. it would be great. Uh, but there are some that, like Mario Brothers, is a perfect example of that. How how do you translate Mario onto the big screen? And, and nobody's figured it out yet. Nobody's figured it out yet because because every time we do, it's every time every time they try something, it's it's horrible. Even yeah. the cartoons are horrible. I, I I do think that Mega Man lends itself well to an animated series though because yes. you 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 have this this massive uh, like rotating cast of characters. You can, you can bring in like you know uh, one of the things I used to do with the girls, and, and we'll move on from this and, and kind of speed it up after this, but. Uh, one of the things I used to do with the girls when I laid them down is I would, I would put them to bed and I'd be like, "All right, story time," and each of you gets to pick a robot master. Yeah. And then I'll tell a story about Mega Man and those two robot masters. And like, we did that for like a month and came up with like all these different combinations because like one of them might repeat. You know, they wanted to hear about Iceman again. Sure. But this time instead of Iceman teaming up with uh, Wave Man, this time he'd team up with Pharaoh Man. And that's, you know, Ice and Fire. It's a different combination. Yeah, yeah. And so it, it works really well for an animated series. Yeah. Um, a movie makes me nervous. It, it works well for animated and also uh, anime and that and that style. You need something very out there. You need something yeah. very, very whimsical. The only other way to do Mega Man, uh, other than doing very self-aware Pacific Rim style, if you're doing live action, Pacific Rim style, self-aware, uh, this is... You know, uh, we know this is fantasy, we know this is ridiculous, and we're going to give you something ridiculous because we know you know it is. The only other way to do it would be to do it like a dark, grim, futuristic thing. The the Mega Man X anime does yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And it does well. Exactly. So, um, we, we got a couple of demos this month. We got uh, we got one for The Surge, which you've played, and I yeah. think that, that video is going to go up sometime this week. Um, and then we got a demo for Doom. Uh, yes. They also announced that the DLC for Doom is going to be free. And uh, discounted the entire game to six dollars and sixty six cents, which is just wonderful. Uh, I, I love that. Doom was Doom was great. Just real briefly on Doom, uh, I think a lot of people played it. I'm glad a lot of people played it for it because it was a good reboot. It was a good reboot of a good IP. I was yeah. very happy about that. Uh, I was really happy to see the Surge get a demo. This is what games like this need to have. We, we, we I just sound like a broken record here. They need to have betas, demos, open weekends where we can jump in and play these because yeah. the surge is one that I looked at and said, "Well, I've played Dark Souls and this is future Dark Souls from a developer <laughs> from that, the developer that made Lords of the Fallen that we played and went, "Nope." It Lords of the Fallen it was one of those rare cases when I well, not rare cases, but playing with it with games with gold, I played and went Okay, if I, I always put myself in this position, if I paid X amount of dollars for this, mm -hmm. would I be happy with the product? 
and, and I whatever got, number I got you down put to on five, where I was like, I guess, I guess for five bucks, like, like I could have seen it. Ten, I would have been like, man, this better. Have man, some I real got good ripped off. Game. I got ripped off yeah. by my ten dollars. Yeah, ten dollars, twenty dollars would have been like, ah, I don't feel right on this five. Like, okay, cool, because that's less than I spend on a movie. I can I go jump in, but uh, see you you have different criteria than me because I was irritated at getting it for free. <laughs> <laughs> well, the surge the surge um, takes the takes the souls born aspect of hardcore grind not really grind corpse running uh, uh, and and dying a lot and it takes it into the future. Um, one of the things that I thought was interesting about it, which uh, two things I thought were interesting about it that uh, I immediately knew were stupid. Um, when they when I started playing the game is one uh, it deals with global warming and how these large corporation this large corporation uh, is going to go fix the glo the global warming which I'm assuming they probably caused um, uh, and they do that by creating these these exoskeleton suits so you can do different work so you exoskeletons of like uh, have a uh, uh, someone who does like big load lifting and stuff is, mm -hmm. is um, uh, I can't remember what they call them but then you have uh, field technician was the one I picked, which is more like agile. Those are your yeah. two choices. And I, I, I like that from a gameplay perspective. But and, and I'm, I'm sure you, you have all this kind of laid out in the, in the video. So if you're, if you're interested in the surge, go check that out. Yeah. But we are excited that the both two man surge got demos. I'm gonna cut you off because we're, we're, we still have a couple more things to go here. <laughs> but if you just want to listen to him talk when I can't even interrupt him, you can go watch his video on, yes. on the surge demo. Yes, but for now, uh, Ark Survival uh, is actually being released. Yeah, version finally one, version 1.0, which I forgot wasn't officially <laughs> released already because Same. this thing's been on uh, been been on beta, it's, it's on, green light, whatever. And it's on early access on Xbox for and... for what a year, two years, yes. eight years. It's, it's I been mean, out for a while. I think when I started walking, the game started development. It's the game this is this is what gets confusing to me um, when it comes to these kind of games I like that that that, um, that developers do something like this but there needs to be a huge change up when 1.0 comes out now yeah. now and it's not going to wipe the servers one of the I'm very happy yeah, about one that. of the changes that was anticipated was wiping the servers yeah. and and I think I don't know as, as someone who's not invested in this sure. I think that that when you do a launch yeah you should wipe the servers. Usually, you do, and, the, and but but people have been playing it for so long yes. that that's a lot of progress to wipe. And I understand that, that you need to listen to the community. And so, like their intent was probably to wipe the servers, but now understanding how much people have put into this game, yeah. there's there's you know some some poor guy that's been playing and has like a thousand hours into this game and has all of the things and yeah, and, and I. Uh, good on you for doing that, but I, when it comes to betas, when it comes to uh, early access, I always anticipate that they're going to change up so much and they're going to server wipe because this is you getting access to the game for free to try out some stuff and for them to see what you're doing. And it, it's free yeah. beta, it's free uh, game testing for yeah. them. They can see you break the game. They have the community telling them what's going on. It's it's wonderful for both sides. But I always assume uh, it's all going to be over soon, so I'm not going to invest that much time in it. Yeah. yeah. Um, something you should invest time in, though, is Retro City Rampage, which is uh, apparently coming to Switch like within the next week or two. Yeah, crazy. Which I, I played that on Vita. I picked it up a couple weeks ago on on sale. Yeah. That game is fun. I'm, it's 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 like. I may have to pick it up. It's 
it looks ridiculous, yeah. car- cartoony, old school GTA kind of like, you know, like mayhem. Well, not only that, but it it has like it it has a DeLorean and it has like turtles crawling out of the sewers. I didn't know. And, I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah like there's there's just like <laughs> '80s everything. It's not just '80s video yeah. games. It's it's '80s culture compressed that's into amazing. <laughs> compressed yeah. into eight bits that's cool and and it's 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 dumb and yeah. fun and the references are, are really entertaining um and then uh final fantasy 15 uh they they okay so there's a new suit that they put into the game yeah. that is magitech exosuits and these magitech exosuits make you make your party invincible for 30 minutes. As if you needed more things to break the game yeah, the, the, or make the game less interesting? Because to me, breaking the game for that long, why? why? Yeah, if, it, if, it was, if it was like 30 seconds, like 15 seconds to dodge an attack, like they summon these these shells that like absorb one massive attack like from a, a creature. Like a one-day cooldown... Or something to that effect that yeah. does it. Yeah, and and it, it it has the one day cooldown. But if I mean, you could log in, play for half an hour, and then come back tomorrow, and then just play through the entire game Invincible. It's, yeah, I, I I I don't understand why this was over and over and over. Why again. this is a thing? Um, I get. I I don't. I think it's for like the long boss battles, maybe. Where if if you're playing a longer boss battle. And you, yeah, if, um, if and you're, you're frustrated, the turtopod. and yeah, exactly, and and I think that this is part of the um, the modern culture of uh, of coddling and handholding gamers, and it, 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 it really bothers me. I, I I really believe that's what it is because so many people will pick up games nowadays and go, this is hard, then just quit, sell the game, throw it throw it away, whatever. I, because okay, I've but seen, if you, but if you if you yeah. do a, a fight for thirty minutes and you're invincible and you're just using all the, the what, how how is that fun? It's not challenging. It's not to me. It's no, not, it, fun. not not even challenging. But how is it fun to like hold X and occasionally pick things? I don't know. Hey, tell me about Hearthstone. <laughs> okay, so Hearthstone has a couple of festivals where we we just finished the Fire Festival. We're maybe still we're Segway of the week. Yes. Uh, so the, the Fire Festival for uh, for Hearthstone. This is all leading up to the uh, to the new expansion. Um, Frozen Throne. Yeah, Frozen Throne. Uh, and um, leading up to the expansion, we had the uh, the Flame Festival because you know before ice, there's fire. So. Uh, which I thought was really cool because it was basically giving you bonuses to to quests. So mm-hmm. uh, your daily quests that you can do, it was giving you double the gold. So all, so get, get, gathering a bunch of cards, which was really cool, right. or gathering a bunch of gold if that's if that's how you want to do it, which is what I've been doing, is just amassing gold because the new expansion is going to be coming out. Right. So the uh, the frost festival, the ice festival, what it's called ice festival, uh, is uh, is out, and this one deals more with um, getting people to play the the tavern brawls which are uh a it's it's drafting in hearthstone so so you pick your you pick your um hero type so shaman or whatever it is you're given a choice of three of the nine you pick that and then they start giving you random three cards so you're not actually drafting like magic magic gathering online actually has a legit drafting system you wait you wait to get in a queue you sit and then you get the actual cards so this you don't get that you get three random cards and then you pick your deck based on that. Uh, you don't pick extra and then build the deck. You you play what you picked and you jump in. 
Uh, so what they're doing with this is uh, it's once a week they're giving you a free pass into into to, to do those. And I think they're trying to encourage people to uh, to do a couple things. They want people they want that to be a viable option. They mm -hmm. want it to be something that, that, that people do. They also want more people to play out of the of the ridiculous meta and that deals with people who are buying cards yeah. or, or however they're doing it and and creating the the perfect deck or yep yeah you create whatever the deck is right now and you blast through it and you abuse it and you just keep and there or some people who may play more casually they might not, may not do that but maybe they really like the the hunter or or the warlock or whatever it is, um, which if warlock's all you play and you don't like the others, I'm curious because warlock's a, a harder uh, thing to grasp. But um, I actually really like the warlocks. I for love the limited time that I played. I, I love warlock, but it's 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 more difficult because you're siphoning your own life because life is yeah. a resource for it. And I love that. Yeah, it's um, fun. But. I think they're trying to get people to to play outside of their comfort zone. They want people to, to, to go, well, I usually play Paladin, but eh, let me try this kind of random thing. And I always I always see some weird interactions on that. Yeah. With Hearthstone, it's not broken. Um, it's it's not broken uh, to the point where uh, too many people will, will grab stuff and have ridiculous combos. But what will happen is people will come up with uh, interest, not, not just interesting combos that are broken, but stuff that might not work normally in the meta, you get to actually see. Much like drafting in Magic the Gathering, you see cards that if you looked at it and you went, I'm going to play in that competition, not playing any of those, <laughs> and you actually yeah. you actually get to see why a certain card is valuable or why a certain card just wrecks everything. They do give you more rares than a regular Magic the Gathering deck, so it's actually a decent deck. Yeah, it's fun though. I like I like how they how they keep how they keep changing it. Like I'm I'm just viewing this from you know externally, but it's it's really fun for me to, yeah. to watch and see how that. Yeah, I, I like they're they're keeping it healthy. They keep changing it up, and some people are upset because they keep changing the the meta, the standard. Uh, well, I mean that's the same thing that they're doing with Overwatch. It's, same thing it's, with Overwatch. it's like they're they're constantly balancing it and shifting it, and so different different because like death ball was the thing yeah and then players have to, to to shift and adjust and if you're going up against some people this this is overwatch because that's the one i actually know to talk about um <laughs> but like death ball is still a thing that works yeah if you're going up against certain people but it keeps the it keeps the tournaments the high level play from from becoming stale as well as you know constantly shifting this thing you you can create various uh various metas yeah. and then those can still be used in competitive mm -hmm. and you know see how it works and if it doesn't work then you can switch to it like you know your your team gets wiped you can change all the characters and come back with a completely new thing and that's that's really fun and blizzard is one of the best at keeping it fresh keeping it balanced exactly so that's all the gaming news that we have for this week um we're bringing back a feature that we we tried a little while ago, and that is YouTube channel recommendations. So if you're not watching us, which you should be, should be. and you you can subscribe <laughs> and, and you know like us on Facebook and Twitter and all that mm -hmm. stuff. Um, but yeah, uh, we want to tell you about other cool things that we see on YouTube, and one of those is Folding Ideas. Yes, Folding Ideas is a really interesting channel that focuses on on cinematography and and helping you kind of deconstruct what it is that you're seeing and and the reasons that that uh the directors choose to make certain creative decisions yes and for me it's really interesting because i've never really been into cinematography per se but it is interesting to to look at 
to look at the elements of a film yeah. and understand why something is so fantastic. Mm -hmm. And it also kind of validates things. Like I, I watched the one on Independence Day. Yeah. And Independence Day, I love, and most of the people that I talk to love Independence Day, but I had never understood why that one holds up when other ones don't. And it, it like there's a, there's a part at the, the, the very beginning, Jeff Goldblum's first scene, mm. he's sitting there, he's talking with his dad, he's playing chess, they have like a five minute conversation, and Folding Ideas deconstructs why that scene establishes this character, what it tells us about the character, yeah. in, and, and lays down a background for the character in like five sentences. Yeah. And this scene discussing his ex-wife and his job and so much and, and his, his relationship his, with his father and, and his his approach to the environment yes. and belief about humanity mm -hmm. and all of this is done in a scene where it doesn't really seem like anything's happening but it's fast enough that you're like okay and well it's I guess yeah it's it's natural. It's, it's natural and it's 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 really fun to see just how brilliant things can be in film that you might not notice. Um, one caveat to that, it will make you notice mistakes <laughs> in cinematography, yes. in, in camera position, in lighting, in continuity. Mm -hmm. So it does make some movies harder to watch, but it makes you appreciate a well put together film even more. Yeah. So I recommend Folding Ideas as the channel for this week and next week Patrick will have one Yes, I will. The main quest uh, this week uh, we want to discuss, uh, and we had some viewer feedback on this, so it kind of combines with totes. Uh, it, we're going to discuss open world games. What makes an open world game? Uh, what are some of the first, uh, what, what games defined the genre as we view it today? Yeah. And uh, some people were bringing up Metroid. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't think that I think that Metroid is is not an open world game, because oh, yeah. because of the the because of the way that it gates off certain areas until you get a certain thing. Mm -hmm. Like there's there's not really a point at which you're like, oh, I have access to everything until you're almost at the end of the game. Yeah. So it it is linear in a sense. You yeah. can you can sequence break it. You can run around. You can do different things at different times. And you know sometimes there's secrets and passageways that you can get through. Get around things yeah. but uh, for the most part the the main game is is a gated sequence of events that you follow yes like so, Final Fantasy 13 yeah which is why I don't consider Final it's, Fantasy 13 an open world it's right. a corridor yeah um, but Zelda on the other hand Legend of Zelda the original Zelda yes you can you can head straight to the first dungeon like from the moment you you wake up and or appear, spawn. I don't know. I don't know how you came into the world in the original Legend of Zelda. But uh, but yeah, when you when you first enter Legend of Zelda, you can you you can go get a sword. Um, I don't think you can beat that one without a sword. I did see a run of Link to the Past beaten without a sword. How did you do? That? It was a <laughs> bug net. Ah, okay. <laughs> bug net, arrows, and the hammer mostly. Yeah. Yeah. And it was it was it was really amazing, but uh, but yeah, Legend of Zelda. Like you can go you can go straight to the first dungeon, or you can run around. You can have eight hearts yeah. before you enter the first dungeon. You can you can do the dungeons out of order. You can do all kinds of interesting things. But the world as a whole is open to you. Yeah. There's some things that you shouldn't do. Sure, but uh, but it, it it does allow you to go to all these different places mm -hmm. and and like. Um, and that's that's also part of the reason that like the Dark Souls games are not open world, 
because you you can go in certain areas you can sequence break or whatever but you have to beat this boss mm -hmm. to get to this area you have to beat this boss beat this Correct. boss to, to get to that boss to get to that boss and th there is you can sequence break but the world as a whole yeah. doesn't open to you exactly um, like GTA 5 is is sandbox is open world because and, from the beginning you could just drive wherever you want yeah and and there there is a difference between open world and sandbox because open world the world is open to you sandbox for me yeah and, and feel sure. free, free to debate sure. me on this one but I, I think that GTA 3 is the first sandbox game yes because GTA 3 not only lets you into this open world but see the thing is that GTA 3 is sandbox but not open world are you because you have to advance in the story yes. to open the second that's exactly series and then say. you have to advance that because there's so, multiple sections that you're you're only in one part of the city due to bridge construction whatever yeah. right yeah and then but gta 3 is a sandbox game because they created this world in which you can kind of make your own game yeah because you can you can run from the cops you can be a cop you can uh you, you can, can be, be an ambulance driver, driver yeah. a taxi <laughs> driver like there's so many different things and you can kind of make your own game within the game yeah. and it, it allows you that freedom and in in a sandbox i mean all you have is these is these tiny pieces of dirt you make you make your own thing. Yeah. You make your you make your own castle. You make mm -hmm. your own buried person in the sand. I mean, that's 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 what you do. You kind of you you kind of have the freedom to make it yourself. Yeah, uh, Elder Scrolls I think is a really good example of that. Uh, getting access to to everything from the get go. Uh, and don't so, count so DLC. this would be both. Uh, it's it's both because you, you have an open world game. Mm -hmm. Everything's open from the beginning. Uh, you can do whatever you want. I mean, you can talk to. Well, hold on. Elder Scrolls, you can't kill certain NPCs. Okay, so there, I mean there there are going to be limits, but I would I would still count that as sandbox because there's so many different things that yeah. you can do within the world. Yeah, you I mean you can uh, like for for Skyrim you can you can unfortunately you can't build a house anywhere. You can but you can build a house. You can buy houses. You can furnish the houses. Yeah. Uh, you can you can go around. You could play a game where you, you can just put start buckets on merchants' heads. Yes. And rob them blind. Um, <laughs> you can you can play uh, like someone went through and did like a I don't know if you playthrough I don't know what you call it but he went and murdered everybody that you can murder in the game and and, and so <laughs> like awesome yeah so I mean you can there's so much uh, to do in a sandbox game that it can be overwhelming but when it comes to to uh, open world games uh, not sandbox games I think one of my favorite uh, series is King's Quest okay um, because uh, the the original King's Quest on PC uh, now it, it's open world, but you may get you may get caught. You may do something wrong, but it's still open to you. You can go wherever you want. The wizard or whoever may come in, come in and and catch you because you didn't do something in the right order. Okay. But but you could you could still go out. When I was little playing the game uh, on on PC, this game came out and was eighty six or so. Yeah. Uh, so playing on DOS. And uh, <laughs> DOS. and playing King's Quest and two and King's Quest three and I didn't know what order you're supposed to do stuff in and the um, the the wizard would leave Graham uh, and uh, you know and like King's Quest three the wizard like leaves and he's like I'll be back and you know don't do anything whatever I want this clean, chamber pot cleaned or whatever so you like I'm I so wait King's Quest three is Fantasia basically but you have huh. to do other stuff too like he'll come back. Like he, he he asks you to do something and then he comes back 
like randomly uh, or not not randomly he like i right, seemed right, randomly right. to me and he comes back and if you're not in the house he flips his shit and he turns you into a chicken or he kills you or, or turns you into a slug but if you're in the oh, house wizards yeah if you're in the house then he'll come back and he'll be like i have returned and i am hungry fix me fix me dinner so you have to go in and fix him dinner and if you don't fix him dinner he again turns you into a right. fly or whatever so it's it's an open world game that you have all these weird, uh, weird, quirky things because it's you know um, old, uh, uh, old PC game. But at the same time, um, the the openness and being able to, to go into town and talk to different people and buy different weird things, like I thought was I thought was really cool and very innovative at the time. Uh, the early Elder Scrolls games, uh, uh, the like the first Elder Scrolls game, uh, was uh, was open world. Um, it wasn't quite sandbox, but it was open world, random generated. Yeah. Which, which to me, sucks because yeah. it's, because it's like when does it end? And it just keeps going, and it's like it's like if Diablo didn't really, if Diablo wasn't as tight when it came to the uh, to the yeah. design, because yeah. Diablo again, Diablo is not open world. No. So. Um, but as far like, I think kind of the the ultimate incarnation of 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 both of these, yeah. open world and sandbox, has to be Minecraft. Yeah, because you can go anywhere and do anything, and you make your own game. Yeah, so yeah, um, and there there have been there have been other games that that wander around in the chat. We have Space Quest. Space Quest Space, was amazing. Yeah, Space I, Quest was pretty. Fantastic. I, I loved I loved Space Quest. I loved I think the I think the humor in Space Quest is better um, it, than than in King's Quest. Uh, I, I like the gameplay better as well. Um, I didn't get Space Quest until uh, I was a little bit older, but. Um, but King's like Space Quest took me longer to appreciate than than King's Quest, yeah. Because um, I think it's part of it is because I was a kid and you know you're you're being left alone. Uh, Space uh, King's Quest three uh, particularly, we're being left alone, and you can do whatever you want. But if you get you caught, can do whatever you want, but there's a big giant chicken shaped asterisk. Yes, there is. And if you get caught, then it's a problem. So it's yeah. like I got to do all this stuff and I got to put stuff back. Which I thought was, I thought was, um, it's appealing when you're a kid because you're like, I'm doing something naughty and I'm not going to get caught. So, right. uh, Space Quest was great though. Um, as far as as far as like open world and or sandbox, what? And, and my question to you is, which one are you looking forward to most in the near future? So I, I like both for different reasons. Okay. Um, to me, I think that open world um, can work a lot better because. Given certain limitations uh, in regards to systems, in regards to to gameplay, can make for a, a much tighter game. Uh, where if you play an open world sandbox game like Minecraft or uh, or, or um, GTA Five, you have to make it really freaking good. Where yeah. you have all these systems, they all work really well. Um, they're all fun. And, and the, when you're when you're encouraging your player to explore as much as a sandbox one yeah. does, you need to make sure that things work when they get there. Yes, which um, is why Fallout, Rockstar, yeah, which Fallout. is why Rockstar, Rockstar takes forever yes. to make their games because yes. when they come out, they want them to, to work and, and yeah. Run when out Red Dead came out, it was it was amazing from the get go. Fallout Four. I didn't have. I only had a couple problems with, but but Bethesda gets buggy. Death and claws falling through the world. And it crap. happened a couple times, but uh, I think that Fallout was a great example where you can get you can get fatigue on how much there is to do in that game. Yeah. There are so many amazing things uh, to do in the game, but uh, if you want to do them all, or if you keep following side quests, 
if, if you have ADD and you keep going off on side quests and you don't do the main quests, yeah. then you can get fatigue on it. I think that um, while it's not a, a, a open world game, uh, I think that Mass Effect is a great example of this where you have a game that seems very open. I mean, when you get yeah. into a specific stage, it's very open uh, in regards to that. Um, but the way that they've constructed the gameplay and the story helps you, even though you're make, even though you're 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 boxed in, it helps you feel like you're making decisions that really matter. Yeah. And I think that uh, some limitation is needed to uh, to have uh, either either it's gameplay uh, limitation, uh, story limitation, because if you have uh, a GTA three is a great example of that where. Um, you don't have a ridiculous amount of NPC quest givers. You have a yeah. basically a main story. You have a couple side quests, um, but it keeps you going in a specific line. Yeah, um, and and most of those quest givers will only give you two or three that ca- that do kind of help define the world and give you like bonuses. Like there will be something new at your hideout or whatever. So there, there's a reason to do them. Yeah. Because after a certain point, money doesn't really matter anymore. Yeah. But but the the stories are interesting. My favorite stories, one from yeah. my favorite ones from GTA uh, three, and they actually revisited this in Liberty City, uh, Liberty City stories, which mm-hmm. came out on Vita, was all the quests that she did to to get his mom's love. Yeah. And she was like, "Well, Tony down the street, I mean, <laughs> he looks after his ma." And yeah. that was that was just fun, and that was that was a horrible collaboration of accents, and I apologize. I'm not good at American accents. He's not good at any accents. Um, that's not true, <laughs> y'all. I'm actually working on a story. Uh, I'm 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 doing a, a audio book, and the main the main character is is a boy from East Texas, and uh, and that one's actually going to be pretty easy because because uh, because my mom. Uh, has an East Texas accent that comes out more often whenever she's talking to people from over there, mm-hmm. and uh, and I mean Alex Wooten, you know I talked to him and <laughs> I, I don't know if if mine comes out deeper then, but the main character from that story is going to have an accent similar to this one, and it's legit. It works. It works. So yeah, that, I hadn't heard you do that. Um, one thing nobody what... has because I worked really hard to get rid of that accent because there were elements of it that I used to have I, yeah. and I wanted to get into radio and it actually. I mean, I, I'm kind of in radio now. Yeah, um, journalism. <laughs> but yeah, so so I actually I actually worked on on yeah. uh, region free diction. Yeah, which is which is very important. Yeah. It's it's not it's not just a joke from Anchorman. Like exactly. That's the non regional non regional diction is actually important uh, when when it comes to to broadcasts like yeah. this. Which which. But anyway. Uh, going back to the question yeah. that I asked you like 10 minutes ago and then you went off on a tangent. I didn't. I answered the question. You didn't even come close to answering the question. You said, I, what, do you, what do you look forward to most? Mine is Shadow of War. Oh, what game? I thought you meant just in general. No. Oh, okay. So Shadow of War is is like kind of a mix of like, uh, I, I think it's going to be a mostly open world, definitely a sandbox. Because while you're running around, all of these random things are going to happen. And I'm going to get attacked by my nemesis yeah. and I'm going to chop their heads off and it's going to be wonderful. Yeah. I Because I've, I've gone back. I don't, since we started this channel, I don't replay games very often. Uh yeah, but I'm replaying Shadow of Mordor, <laughs> and I can't stop because it's wonderful. It's it's an excellent game. It's, it's, it's so good. It's excellent. I think that the the gameplay and the combat is is very. It's the, it's the very Batman Assassin's Creed esque combat, but yeah. it's it, but it's very tight. And, and the 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 Batman or the the Arkham uh, whatever you call it. Yeah. Right, right, right. But the the Assassin's Creed movement works so much better outside of a city. 
it does. And, and when when you have the the open world and it's not so constrained, you know, there's there's like walls or a, a stump or a rock or something, and it, it, it works a lot better in that. The vaulting over stuff and everything. Yeah. Did you see the Shelob trailer? Yes. Yes. <sighs> I'm. And they're they're going they're going so far into the lore and it I, makes me happy. I love it. Um, I, it disappoints me that Christian will not be playing this because he he said that he was because of the uh, because he didn't like the handling of the of the Tolkien lore in the first one and they they, they had they had access to the Tolkien lore and and they but they weren't allowed to do the books or the movies. Yep. That considered, I think they did I pretty they did darn well. Yeah, I think so. Um, so because you took what would have been my choice for the question, I'm gonna put on there uh, Destiny Two, because okay. one, one of the things that uh, I, I liked Destiny, but one my biggest hangups for Destiny was uh, the the lack of a really good story, uh, the the repetition, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, the the fact that all I was doing was like the 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 main quests, if you will, Repeatedly. and then random strikes that made no sense because it was just like, hey, if there's a strike. What's why am I doing this? It's a strike. Who's gonna be there? Just strike it. Supposed to strike. Just strike it out. Go go strike. So more so, and they're they're fixing this with uh, Destiny Two, which is very Destiny One Point Five. Um, yeah. My video, uh, I'm gonna come up put up a video on Destiny uh, later this week about that. Um, but they spoilers for that. Uh, they are going to have these adventures, which are NPC side quests in okay. the game, which I think is great. I I I hope that. Uh, I think it'd be cool for rewards. Obviously, you want to give a reward, but uh, to continue to give a lived-in world where the old, where there are more people than than the enemies and the other people playing online. I need more than that. Unless yeah. I'm in unless I'm in the main city, I think that the two of the that that you need more than just the battle that's going on because other people, other NPCs, should be in the battle as well. Um, and they yeah, they because have they, this is important stuff that's yeah, happening. And they have reasons that they're that they're in the battle. So having that uh, in the game. And the additional story, I think, is is going to be uh, really good. Um, State of Decay uh, two, uh, also, I think that yeah, State of yeah. Decay two is going to be Ro- great. Thank Robbie you. Drew Thank in Robbie the comments. Drew. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, State of Decay was was a great uh, was a great game that um, and I agree. I agree. With, you, I agree with allowed you. you to kind of make your own, and you 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 get yes. to you get to go into this world and be like, okay, what do I want to do? Not what is the game telling me to do? What am I supposed to be yeah. doing? But what do I want to do in this world? And yeah. you, you have the ability to to kind of make your own thing. And it was it was really fun for me to see uh, to see with State of Decay all the all the uh, player driven stories that came out yeah. of that because there were so many people doing so many different things. And I I think that was the one that I saw a video one time where somebody just walks up, hands somebody else a gun, yeah. and then just see. Just see what happens. See what, see what happens. Yeah, and that 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 <laughs> type of that type of, of freedom, giving yeah. that to your players, and then just saying you do what you want to do. Like the let me and and show me. I have seen I so many weird when uh, State of Decay two and it, it, it reminded me of this was uh, the weird stories out of Day Z. Yeah. Where how dark the the internet can be. How dark <laughs> humans can be. Giving anonymity. Uh, yeah. I've I've seen all kinds yeah. of weird, depraved things that people have done <laughs> or made made other people do. Yeah. Um, because you're given anonymity, so I I like sandboxes. Uh, I I I love sandboxes, but they have to be done right in order to keep me interested. And so that's why 
I, I, I like open world, even a limited open world, like you said, GTA 3, where it's like, oh, you can explore all of this area. And it's it's, it's a to this giant area. Let's yeah. Go over. yeah, Dark Souls is a great example of that as well. Explore all of this. Oh, you beat that boss? Now you have this huge other area to open yeah. open up with, which I think I think is great. So let us know in the comments what uh, some of your favorite uh, or favorite open world games and sandbox games and whether or not you agree with our choices or our de definitions. And our, and our assessment of what is, what is open world, what is sandbox, <laughs> and let us know what you anticipate. Yeah. So we will see you next time. Thanks.